0: What up, everybody? It's your boy Mike Mathis with the Thoughts from My Loft podcast. I repeat, it's your boy Mike Mathis with the Thoughts from My Loft podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, good night to some. It's been a crazy week, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Wrapping up school for the semester, got like another month left, I think, or like another two. My bad. But <clears throat> this episode a little special. This episode's a little special. We're gonna um, we're gonna get into like Jeffrey Dahmer, and um, but I'm not really gonna get into the his crimes he committed cuz obviously <clears throat> like there's no point in being a dead horse right like we know what kind of human being this person um was we know we know who he was we we know we, we know who Jeffrey Lionel Dharma was right okay also known as the Milwaukee cannibal um crazy white man <laughs> you know what I'm saying um but what I want to talk about more so cuz I'm on like episode uh, Four I think three or four Of the documentary On Netflix Um What I want to talk about More so is Is the different The different things That lead Up Into an adult Um Performing such heinous Crimes You know We talk a lot And I also want to add Um If the Budweiser If the Budweiser Is already open Just can it Just can it Anyway Um so, after watching the documentary, like, like, can you imagine being in high school, being in middle school, being in elementary school, and your mom and dad don't give a F about you? Like, these people have the audacity. And I know some of y'all going to be like, oh, so you trying to sympathize for a murderer and a rapist and a cannibal? No, I'm just stating on facts, all right? I'm stating on facts because I know that um child neglect childhood trauma depression anxiety mental illness all can lead up to us in our adult in our in our adulthood if not if those problems aren't resolved we then turn into a problem for other people and at that point when you're in your 20s and your 30s or early 20s as Jeffrey Dahmer was yeah early 20s late teens life Will resolve you at that point, i.e., you'll probably get killed, i.e., you'll more likely go to jail. But look at how many close calls. Like I said, I'm on episode three or four. There were so many close calls in that show that I've seen so far where Jeffrey should have been in jail a long time ago. But back even before jail, his mom or dad or somebody, a close friend, should have sat down with him and talked to him. But see what happens is this. <clears throat> what happens is things happen to kids in their teenage years, in their elementary school years from five to 13. That is not talked about whether it's abuse, whether it's neglect, whether it's whatever. It's not talked about until you get older. And when you get older, you're so used to bottling it in and having your way and distancing yourself from people. You don't even want to open up and talk about it. Like I truly believe Jeffrey has some inner demons That he just did not ever resolve and his parents did a a piss poor job his dad and his mom did a piss poor job at at being there for him they alienated him like even people at school they alienated him as a person in school i.e myself that was um like i saw last episode a person that was unpopular popular i get it not saying i agree with his action but I, i get how that can make a person feel alienated but that doesn't mean you have to carry out these crimes he committed, though, either. But I'm just saying that I understand that emotion. Like in the episode, I think it's like episode two, where he was in school. Um, just having that moment, that quick moment of acceptance from um, a, a guy that's like a jock in school, like having that can like mess with your psyche if you're not emotionally and mentally stable. It can make you think that people actually like you when really they don't give a fuck about you. And, you know... I guess there was one moment where he had like made a girl feel shameful in class trying to be loud to impress somebody. And what happened? The guy gave him a little thumbs up, like told him he was cool. So Jeffrey took that and ran with it. He took that and tried to ask that same dude, Hey man, you want to come over? You want to come over later on? The guy was like, Hell no. I don't want to kick it with you. No. And that did something to Jeffrey. And this is the same person that. That um about I think an episode before that When they was in a group And he was like hey you know can you do that funny thing that you do Like I remember that feeling like I remember that feeling in high school and middle school Where like um, It might it might you know tell the joke right quick Or it might do this there It might do this And just that quick gratification That quick acceptance Made me feel like it was something But like I said in my last podcast episode My master didn't get invited to no parties my Mathis didn't get invited to no hookup with no girls. My Mathis wasn't first on the football team. I was, like I said, thrown to the wayside, but everybody knew who I was though. I was probably the most unpopular, popular person, popularly unpopular person at my school. And I've always been like that, even into my military career. But we're gonna make this about Jeffrey. Now, let's skip over to, not, not from Jeffrey, but let's skip over to R. Kelly. I know that's a hot conversation, but y'all still love his music. It is what it is. Well, a lot of people don't know about R. Kelly is. At the, not only in his house, not, 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 not in his household, in the church that he sung at, the women at that church molested him and had their way with him. The women at the church that was on the choir at the church that he sung at as a little boy. Now, I'm not... I'm not saying none of this to justify anything, but I know some of y'all gonna take it as that, and that's fine with me. Y'all gonna take my words around with it, you know, all y'all want. But I'm gonna tell you right now, if 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 all murderers should go to jail and go to hell, then social women that commit abortions. All right, we'll leave it there, and I don't I don't care about your reasoning. But it's it's so funny though how rapists and murderers. Rapists especially. Rapists should go to jail for killing. And the only type of kids that are okay to be aborted are those that are born of rapists. That is just so crazy to me. That is wild. That's crazy to me how we just pick and choose what's right and what's wrong. But like I said on on another episode, let's get down to the root of the actual sin that God holds holds you accountable for. First First of all, the first initial thing you did wrong was commit adultery. That's the issue that God looking at first because that's what led to this action. Now, now let's move on from that. The things that we go through in life can really play a role in who we are as an adult. I mean, you can have a person that is beat up in school, picked on, and they could also be that person that's beat up and picked on. They could be that person. The bully turns into the bully. And that's who Dharma was. But Dharma, the one thing about Dahmer that never changed was his outside persona. Like most people, when you go through a change in high school, they change the way they dress. Like if you're a nerd, you might kick the glasses. If you're if you're a girl that's not cool, you Jeffrey Dahmer still dressed, jeans tucked in, belt, white t-shirt, plain shoes, and a Budweiser. He was still that same kid. He had never grew up from that kid in the garage with his dad cutting up animals. And that's what most people said that it started at. You know, I've always kind of been on the fence about hunting. I don't knock nobody who do it, though. But I've always been on the fence about the obsession behind it, behind hunting. Because I, I would let to know, like, where does that actually come from? But I'm not here to get into the debate with y'all because I don't want the damn NRA to cancel my podcast. I know the NRA is just basically the Ku Klux Klan and Trump supporters, but that's neither here nor there. Um, but um, and also local police officers that are racist. But um, anyway, we'll we'll move on from that. Um, like it's just it's just crazy to me how how this guy was just getting away with so much. I tell you another thing that's crazy to me. Did y'all notice Jeffrey Dahmer was in a black neighborhood? That was the ghetto he was in, y'all. He was in a black neighborhood. Now we got we got we got people in our community that are kill over nothing. Our own kind. And nobody touched Jeffrey. And I'm not not saying he deserved it, but I'm just saying in a community where we know good and well, if you look at somebody wrong, you can get shot, especially in parts of like L.A. Now, Milwaukee, I don't know the I don't know the ratio of African-Americans. And neither am I trying to say all African-Americans are gangbangers and killers. Not I'm not trying to say that at all at all. I'm not trying to say that. But facts are facts, though. We know what goes on in some of these communities. We're not stupid. Why nobody touched Jeffrey? Nobody had nothing to say with this guy. Only one woman was suspicious about him. And the guy from the from the from the I think the gay club that he was at was looking at him suspicious. I mean, that's why the that's why we always talk about you have to watch your kids, y'all. You got to watch your kids. Kids are like sponges. They're constantly wandering, constantly wondering what's going on. They have to be taught. They have to be loved. They have to be taught discipline. They have to be taught discernment to be able to talk to people. Jeffrey should not have been able to took that boy from the store to go home with him. But at the end of the day, that boy was of age where he had some type of knowledge to know what was going on. He consented to taking that money. Now, Years later, since Jeffrey's been killed um, in prison, I think, he, I, think he got, I think he died, I think, or something like that. Now we're trying to make this a sympathy case about what happened to Jeffrey in his childhood. And I'm all for As a person who loves psychology, I'm all for that argument when we get into talking about childhood trauma and the mental and the neglect. <clears throat> but why isn't that same standard being upheld for black Americans that go through the same thing? And to my black people the ones that are sympathizing for jeffrey dahmer you think he's the only white kid that goes through that and that's really what i want that's really what i want to talk about y'all we have a misunderstanding of of pain and trauma we've separated trauma by race and not only by race but by social class Black people think just because a white person comes from a rich home or a two-parent home that they don't face incest or they don't face abuse or they don't face rape or they don't face physical trauma from their dad or their mom. White people think because black people um, have, seem to have an advantage in athletics that we don't go through trauma and our trauma doesn't mean anything. You know, because you have the Jay-Zs, you have the LeBron James that made it out. But look at how many kids didn't, though we have to start understanding and appreciating each other y'all. Get to know people. You don't know what people are going through. Like I remember hearing a saying when I was growing up um if you black, now you black. Now granted again when I'm saying this, I'm not trying to negate racism. I know racism exists. I know stereotypes are well stereotypes aren't real. Stere- stereotypes is really just slick racism, okay? Well, let's let's not be stupid. Um if you believe in if you believe in stereotypes like if you believe in them as far as applying them to people, then I, I I really count you as racist. But that's just my personal opinion, though. But I really believe that stereotypes is, is basically like slick racism, but it, it's neither here nor there. We have to get to the point where we, we have to understand that not everybody's problems, everybody's problems aren't the same, but we all got problems, y'all. This man, Jeffrey, was facing some things in life that I've never even seen before. Coming into the bedroom, seeing his mom drugged out, his mama walking in, the, walking in snow um, while she was eight, eight, seven, eight months pregnant on medication. There was something wrong with Jeffrey, y'all. There was a lot going on in that, in that boy's head. He needed help, y'all. He needed help long before he committed his first murder. You know what I'm saying? Jeffrey should have never been alone. But that's what, we, that's what society does to people. And not only society, but the church does it. As a, as a Christian, I know what it's like not personally, but I've seen it happen, alienated certain people, you know. The church don't, some churches, some churches don't speak on depression. Some churches don't speak on addiction. Some churches don't speak on multi- personality disorder. BSD, I think it's called, yeah. They, they don't They don't talk about those things, so when you go to outside resources and get those things done, and, and the outside resources don't help because the real help come from God. You see, you go to God, First and foremost, and then God directs you as far as where to get your ch- where to where to seek the help from. You know, you don't you don't go to a car salesman to figure out how to how to plant watermelons. You go to a gardener and that gardener tells you what to do. But see, where the humans are like computers, we have to go back to the source, to the creator of a of a thing to get to get diagnostic. Then you can go and get your fixings and know what's wrong with you. Then the Holy Spirit can work through you. Jeffrey never had Jeffrey never had none of that, y'all. He just got whipped into society. He went to the military, became a combat medic, got discharged because he was the first sign was there when he went to the military and they claimed him unfit for duty. That that should have been a red flag right there. But I, you know, back to what I was saying. I had a, I had a, I heard a saying growing up that oh, you can be black now, but if a white person. A a, a a rich black up a, a, a black person making six figures will never be better than a white person that's poor like what y'all have to listen man I know we came from certain households but I'm telling y'all that's why I love what Kendrick Lamar said he said where the where are the hypocrites at what community feel like they're the only ones that's relevant and i I hope every community felt that. Because we say it all the time, y'all. White people. Oh, the Mexicans taking all the jobs. Black people. Or oh, white people. White people just know how to do everything. Like, they just think they're better than us. It's the same argument, y'all. It's sad, though, because we sit back and believe it, though. Now, granted, all all these things exist. Racism, hatred, segregation. All these things exist. But is it safe to say that we're forcing ourselves to believe a certain merit, a certain narrative because it fits our emotions and what we're taught. And we don't want to believe anything else. We don't want to believe that there is white kids, Hispanic kids and Asian kids that grew up in poor communities. I've been across I've been across the world somewhat, Y'all, there is hood everywhere. There is country everywhere. There is rich people everywhere. Now in Atlanta, black people are thriving. How come racism ain't getting talked about down there? Because nobody cares about it. Nobody cares about a a black kid getting shot in Chicago, because that's supposed to happen. But a, a nigga getting shot in Milwaukee, Arizona, the first thing black folks are gonna say, I ain't on the no black folks live out there. <laughs> that's the first thing we're gonna say, y'all. But let me get back on topic to Jeffrey. You know, I just I just I just really hate that society, us as people, that we just feel like that we're just oblivious and 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 just not even, uh, what's the world looking for? That we just feel like nothing bad can ever happen to us or we can never be in a situation that can alter our mindset and have us doing things contrary to what we believe in. We believe that we won't ever have kids one day that'll end up being like a Jeffrey Dahmer, because of our lack of parenting, we don't never know y'all how things are gonna be. That's why we you have to turn to God, y'all. Like I, I wish, I think I read somewhere that Jeffrey did end up turning his life over to Christ. Which, if he did, is amazing. You know, because he 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 can still you know he can still open his eyes in heaven on on the day of judgment. You know, um, and let me tell you this: mass murderer. Mass liar, mass whatever, um, homicide, genocide. Hey, listen, liar, you know, adulterer, fornicator. Hey, listen, listen. It's never too late. It's never, ever, ever, ever too late to turn your life over to Christ and let him work through you. It's never too late. You can, you, you still have time to do it. Find somebody you know and let them go over to prayer with you, prayer of salvation. It's, it's, it's never too late, y'all. And you can do it right in your bedroom. I'm telling y'all it's, It is it, it is worth it You know what I'm saying But like I said um, If you're a person to hold, I don't care if you I don't care if you, you I don't care if you've been a Christian For 20, 30, 40, 60 years If you hold on to unforgiveness You will open your eyes in hell Because the Bible does say A liar will not tear in his sight And if you do not forgive your brother Then I will not forgive you but Jeffrey Dahmer, a person that you judged. So who? I mean, who? Who is Jeffrey Dahmer really? Jeffrey Dahmer could be anybody. You know what I'm saying? And I, I, I think, I think nobody would, nobody, nobody, nobody would have really judged Jeffrey Dahmer as harshly, if, let's say he was a, let's say he would have stayed in the army, and did 30 years, and he was like a sergeant major or a general, or let's just say, he ended up starting a clothing line, or let's just say he ended up, he was a good musician. Nobody would really judge him that heavily like we do now. You wouldn't really judge him like that because you let other folks slide up, get away with murder for nothing. For nothing. It's it's easy. So all our lives, we sit back and we hide these emotions. These things fester in us. These, these, these things start to grow a life of its own, and we never seek the help. We never talk to anybody. Who can you talk to if you're a man and saying, like, you have a homosexual thoughts? Who can you talk to as a man or a man or a woman if you having those gay thoughts or who can you talk to as a man or a woman and saying like that you have a feeling towards little kids that's perverted? Who can you talk to and tell them you're having suicidal or killing thoughts? But your friends, your therapists, will be like, You could tell me anything, lay it on me. I'm here for you anytime. It's not true. It's not true. None of us can be there for somebody all the time. I don't care how much you love somebody. You can make an effort, yes. Because the Bible says that you shouldn't owe nobody nothing but love. And love is free, y'all. Now love is patient, love is kind. Love is not lo- love is not self, um, self self righteous, you know what I'm saying? But out of out of out all the things I just named, I mean, do you think do you think you're better than Jeffrey? Because you haven't been caught up in your own sins, you haven't been caught up in your own egregious act. You haven't been caught up in your own heinous. L- Some of us are only one phone call away from spending from spending life in prison. That girl that you slept with, she calling the police right now saying you raped her. And everybody's gonna be on your back, and you're gonna want people to understand your situation. Like I said, you I'm not trying to justify nothing Jeffrey Dahmer did or, or the woman, like, oh, that, oh, woman, oh, you, you, you think that's cool what you did. Well, that, that fraud crime, that credit card fraud that you committed, sis, was connected to the mayor. And that mayor was getting ready to release a bill that was gonna get the people in your community out of Section 8 housing and into a better, a better uh, community in the city of Wilson, but since you committed that crime, you held up you or you try to prevent God's blessing. God gonna use whoever. I mean, He used a donkey to speak. But like I said, please find some help, y'all. Whatever it is, y'all got going on. I promise you, it's not it's not too bad for God, y'all. I, I I promise you, it's not too bad for God. Like you know, what I'm saying, like you can you can really like accept Christ. Like you don't you don't have to go through life feeling like you're all alone. You don't have to go through life feeling you don't have to you don't have to be like Jeffrey. And like I said, it says he accepted Christ in prison. I think in like 19, 1984 I think I forgot nineteen ninety four. So, but um, none of us are, none of us are no better. You know, we're we're all we're all just one judgment call away from from being from being like him or like anybody else. You know what I'm saying? Um, he, he was a kid at one time, too, that went through things. But but like I said earlier in this podcast, when are we going to get to a point where we start to understand people's issues and what they're going through? Oh, that's what I was, that's what I was getting at. The Bible says that, you know, when I was talking about how, I was talking about, about a minute ago, I was talking about, like, love and being there for you all the time. The Bible says, like, don't put your faith in man because man will fail you, but God will not. And that's very true. Now, is it okay to have friends? Is it okay to have people to go to? Yes, but understand that people will always fail you. It's it's in a, and you know and that failing us isn't isn't a bad thing. We're supposed to be able to fail. You know our imperfections is God's perfections. Somebody's not going somebody to be able to always answer the phone When you call them at 3 o'clock in the morning Your boyfriend or girlfriend can't always be there to feed you Or make you laugh or whatever Well first of all you should have the happiness in God anyway And see But see what Jeffrey didn't understand was That just because you couldn't have your way That don't mean you should go out your way To take somebody out of the way Because that's what he did Anytime he couldn't have his way He took somebody out of the way to get out his way the boy just want he just wanted to ride to the concert y'all Jeffrey wanted something more, and he wasn't leading them on either you know what I'm saying that now that that guy from the con- the guy that wanted go, he wasn't leading Jeffrey on he just thought he wanted to have a good time, and they both were looking for a good time in different ways and he ended up killing him, cutting him up i mean you know i mean it's just it's just sad, you know, but that's what happens, and that's how you can point out different predators as well, people who got attitude problems. When they can't let me tell you something. I'm a, I'm gonna get off topic, but a lot of the reason why y'all got anxiety is because you got control issues. So the, the the lack of control that you have over something causes you to feel worried. You know what I'm saying? And I also I also learned too, those who lack self control try to control others. That's something that I I learned along my way. Again, it's not in scripture but it's true. Um you know what I'm saying? But um, the, the thing about with Jeffrey, like, Jeffrey could just never adjust. He could never fight. He could never adjust. So he was cool. I mean, you got to think. This dude was getting over. this. Jeffrey Dahmer wasn't some ripped six-pack guy. He wasn't some. He was a regular, a regular, degular, white, Caucasian male in America, y'all. His ass is in prison, y'all. He's in prison. You know what I'm saying? Well, he, he's dead now, obviously. But. I'm just telling y'all at the end of the day, we all got problems, all right? Whether you come from a two-parent home, whether you're white, black, Hispanic, Asian, Dominican, Puerto Rican, Lebanese, from from Sri Lanka, it don't it don't matter. We all got problems, y'all. And those problems gotta be dealt with before we become a problem. I really hope y'all enjoyed this episode. I don't know what I'm gonna call it. I don't know. I might call it Jeffrey. R. Kelly Dama, I don't know. But I love y'all. I hope you have a good weekend. Stay blessed, y'all. God bless. Thank you so much for the support. Thank you so much for listening. Um, so, yeah. See y'all tomorrow. All right, one. Well.